This is Jersey Judah, back Monday, which means another week of work, which means for me, another week of podcasting. Welcome to the Red Pill Party Podcast. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. It is 7.30 on the dot. 7.30 p.m. (coughs) I am smoking. As usual, do I have the late version? Where's my homie Nate Dog? Where's the homie Nate Dog? Alright, whatever. Whatever. I got unnecessary messages. Please stop fucking hitting me up. If I ask a simple question, give me a simple answer. Do not give me the reason why you can or cannot, and don't get into other discussions. Anyway. We have something lined up, but you guys know what I'm doing. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. So when you hear the cough, it is not COVID. It is chronic, okay? Just want to put that out there. Shout out to Undead Chronic. Didn't really get a chance to ask my guy. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, my God, bro. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Shit, we might have a man down. Tango down. <laughs> we might have a man down. Anyway, um, I didn't, I forgot to ask my boy what strand this is because I'm I'm usually I'm not picky. I just like to know. But whatever this is, this is doing the trick. So I'm gonna put it out so I can actually be productive with the podcast. I may take a brief intermission to play one of my other instrumentals that instrumental that you heard is called black magic that's b-l-a-c-c magic (coughs) and uh throughout the weekend besides the episode that i did sunday which i hope you guys checked out because i usually don't record on weekends i talked about the fresh and fit fiasco and how thanks to pro blacks i want to give a shout out to pro blacks 
Matter of fact, let's just do this right away. Let's just do that. Right away. Yes. The pro blast. <laughs> the pro blacks, ladies and gentlemen. If it wasn't for you guys, I would have went along with the narrative. I would have continuously talked about the uh, fuckery that Fresh and Fit have gotten themselves into, but it's it's not really a surprise. See, and I'm going to talk about this briefly because we are going to do something for the Manosphere, Manosphere Mondays. We're going to go through, uh, fuck, we're going to go through three videos. These aren't long. Well, actually, some of them are 14 minute, 15 minute, 22 minutes. Uh, Cheek Slang Headquarters, we're going to be going over another video of his, and we're going to go over two, not one, but two, Steph is Cold videos. Uh, shout out to those guys, Steph is Cold on YouTube, um, a, abundance of li oh, a Life of Abundance, excuse me, um, a Abundance, is it a Life, alright, there it is, last time, a Life of Abundance and Cheek Slang Headquarters, that is the same content creator, he has two channels, on YouTube. So that's why I'm letting you guys know what I'm talking about. Now, going back to Fresh and Fit. If it wasn't for the pro blacks just going out there. And you see all these dusty ass niggas. You see the Tyreek Nasheeds. Like, certain, certain niggas just want to be involved in everything and know nothing of it. Me, I want to be away from as much people as possible. Because I know that the shit that I talk about is like, okay... Niggas is going to look at me like, yo, you're off the hook. You out of pocket. But it is what it is. I really don't give a shit. I'm still going to have my opinions. But it took me going through a couple of videos Sunday with Fresh and Fit. And the comments they made about, you know, not dating black women. Or correction. The conversation of not wanting to date a black woman. And these men used a couple of funny jokes. You know what I mean? Used a couple of funny jokes. And I think the women took that way too serious. And these simps and guys who pedestalize women, who try to guard and protect my lady, <coughs> these guys got a little bit bent out of shape. Um, these men are pretty much telling you their preference. Personal preference. Like, I've dated one black chick. And after that relationship, it wasn't as if I said I'm not dating black women again. Because I still, I talked to a couple of black women, but I knew from the way that she carries herself and how she communicates, that's something that I don't want to be with long term. And just like fresh and fit, I don't think they said anything that really had to do with looks per se. You know what I mean? And I think the obvious thing that the men, especially the black, the fellow black men who are protecting the queen, they'll use the same shaming language that the women use. You know what I mean? Oh, you just can't handle them. You're not strong enough. As if that's supposed to be some sort of insult. Maybe these women should realize that they are showing too much strength. Maybe these women need to be humbled. Just maybe. Just a thought. You know what I mean? But after seeing the video and after seeing several videos that were responses compared to the actual video, it's like night and day. 
<clears throat> the people who criticize them are like pro blacks are people who are against the manosphere or they look at the red pill as a joke, so on and so forth. Now, what's interesting, <clears throat> what's interesting is I made the statement before I make the statement again. Fresh and fit are are a show that is not politically correct. This is, this is what they said themselves. So they're going to say shit out of pocket. I tell people right away. If you're looking for... I'll tell another black person this, right? If you're looking to talk about politics, just know that you're not going to like my opinion on politics. You're just not. Because you've been taught to think a certain way and you've seen your family members think a certain way. So you just follow suit. I'm a lone wolf for a reason, you know what I mean? And, you know, people talk about the negatives of being a lone wolf, but if you stand on what you say, that's being a man. A lot of guys, they'll say something and then backpedal. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. No. Stand on what the fuck you say. I won't apologize for the things that I say if I don't mean it. I don't apologize for people because they're offended about what I say. When the only thing, the, the real option that they have is to never listen to me. Like, I kind of dealt with this problem when I started podcasting. And it was like, I wanted my shit to be out there. You know what I mean? I wanted my shit to be out there. I wanted people to know who I was and what my message was. So what I would do is, <clears throat> I publicized everything that I did. So when I share my shit on Facebook... I'm going to start publicizing it so everybody, even people outside of my friend list, because I have a very short friend list in virtual reality and in reality. But here's the major difference between me and most people. I'll tell you that straight up. I don't I don't participate in large groups. I don't participate in large groups like I don't want to surround myself with a lot of people to to make myself feel important. A lot of people will hear me say that and they'll go, well, how can you say that? Well, it's simple. Like I, I've been around enough people in my life. I've been around enough people before my age of 33 to where I realized that a lot of these people aren't really useful. And it doesn't mean that I'm using them, but it's funny because if somebody's negative, right, and they meet somebody who's more positive, who can act, who can actually uplift them, would you say that that negative person is using that positive person? You see what I'm saying? But we've been taught, you know, we I, I've, I've been taught, really, my grandmother was the first person to ever tell me like this shit where, like, life isn't about, you know, popularity contest. There's a lot of things that you're going to do that other people dislike, but just know if it helps you and it's not harming others, nobody should fucking give a shit. That's just the reality. You know what I mean? And like I said, I want to... I wanted my shit to be out there in the public, so I would just record constantly, share constantly, burning myself out. Little to no people participated. And yeah, that, that you know, that does something. You know, when you have a passion, and you have a purpose in that passion, it's disappointing to know that a lot of people around you will not understand it. But you see, that's the thing. 
about the red pill. It's not just women. It's everybody around you. You really start to understand, like, and as a guy, there's a lot of people that say that they got red pilled in a relationship. And I think that's only because of the people who's been warning these people, like, yo, like they were talking about something today on Donovan Sharp. Um, well, actually, Donovan Sharp was on Fresh and Fit. Shout out to all of them. I'm going to go right into the videos after I make this point. But Donovan Sharp was addressing a situation where somebody, he I guess somebody contacted him about a situation where a man demands, <clears throat> excuse me, the man's girlfriend is asking a guy, can she go out on a trip with her girlfriend? And she's going to Atlanta and then she's meeting up with her other friends here and there. And the idea was the guy goes, well, if you can go around and you can just leave all of a sudden and go with a group of friends doing this and that, then there's a good chance that you and I are not going to be in a relationship. And this is personal preference in a lot of ways because obviously a woman who knows a little bit a little bit more than the average airhead, she's going to say, well, what about if you go out? If you want to go out on a trip, you're not going to let me go along with you. But at the same time, it's the reaction. See, the women were instantly against Donovan Sharp because he stated straight up, oh, yeah, she can go out there. She can do whatever she wants. She can go out, go to clubs, go to party, go out with a bunch of her friends. But she's not welcome back in this house. And we're not going to have the same relationship when she gets back. And because a man is willing to put his foot down to a lot of these rebellious women, they're not going to handle that well. So you kind of just have to let them go. Then there was this other guy. He was a British guy. I forgot his name. <clears throat> he was talking about how he had a girlfriend who liked to party like every now and then. But when she partied, she wouldn't come home until five or six in the morning. And he told he told the women, because, you know, fresh and fit, there's always a group of bimbos that are airheaded. Um, he told the women that he didn't say nothing about what he expected. That should have already been established. And I agree. Um, guys make this thing about setting ground rules and doing all this rules and regulation shit, right? Most of these niggas aren't dominant enough to really project their voice in a way to where that woman takes him serious without him yelling, without him losing control. Women, in a lot of times, they push a man's buttons because they want those emotions out of him. It's like the ultimate shit test. You know what I mean? But the moral of the story is, it's to each his own. If you find a woman who somehow is not on social media, who doesn't participate in a lot of the fuckery, who doesn't go out every weekend to get fucked up <clears throat> and just uses the uh, common excuse of, oh, I'm just blowing off some steam. Then you might be lucky. A lot of girls you come across with, especially in the relationships, the relationships today are dating today is essentially pointless for men. Because like I said, your five and below can easily have options. The man who's above average has less options. So when a guy gets or gets caught up with one woman, that guy's 
is actually forgetting that that woman could have multiple options. Oh, this date that you have with her is fine, but how many other guys does she have lined up? So now you as a guy, you're just paying for a woman. It's like gambling. Love is a gamble. That's why a lot of guys will tell you it doesn't exist. And that's why a lot of guys like me and others will tell you that respect outdoes love on any occasion dealing with a woman. Here's why. Okay, a woman loves you. She tells you she loves you. She may show signs of affection and tell you daily. If you guys get in an argument or if you get into a bad fight, all that lovey-dovey shit is out the window. If she breaks up with you or if she tells you it's time to see other people or I need, a, I need my space, you leave her right away. Because what she's telling you is you're not really good enough for her. But just in case you actually are, let me go outside and exercise my options. That's why, to me, open relationships are, 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 are idiotic. Most open relationships only favor the woman. Usually the guy is the one who's upset about her decision on wanting to see other guys. And he's just looking for a woman to try to get back at the woman. That's just kind of what it boils down to. But we're going to get into... Uh, we're going to get into our first video, Manosphere Monday, and it is simply called Kill the Beta. Um, this is by Steph is Cold. Yeah, Steph is Cold, and we got another video called The Only Video You'll Need on Female Nature. Originally, I was going to title this Female Nature, but I decided not to because there's a lot of videos. In fact, if we get through a good portion of this, there'll probably be a couple more that I want to break down as well. Um... I would say that I hope this format is better for you guys, but at the same time, since I don't really get that much participation when it comes to comments and things, I don't really give a fuck. I'll know if I wake up the next day and it's like, cool, five people listen or zero people listen or one person listen. I'll know then and then I'll be able to critique and do what I need to do. But without further ado, let's get into the homie. Steph is cold. Title, kill the beta, red pill. Kill the beta. Kill it, man. Kill everything you learned when you were younger. Kill everything that your mom told you, your your your, your dad told you, because I'm pretty sure he was a beta as well. Kill everything your teachers told you, your friends told you. Your professors told you. Because none of that shit was the fucking truth. What I mean by the inner beta, I mean that inner sensitive bitch. Get him. The one. Hold up. Before, before we go further. And matter of fact, we'll go back a little bit anyway. Just to go back closer to where we are. <clears throat> what he's talking about is when guys listen to majority of the women, they are essentially lost. And here's what I mean. Donovan said something, Donovan Sharp, which by the way, Donovan Sharp on YouTube as well. Check him out. He says that 90% of women 
ignore 90% of men. 90% of women ignore 90% of men. Now, what he's essentially saying is the average hardworking male, regardless of what race you are, if you don't have the best genetics, if you haven't hit the lottery, you're essentially invisible to modern day women. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is because these women will be the same ones to tell guys, just be yourself. These will be the same women that tell guys that they want a nice guy. They want, in essence, they want a provider, but they don't want to say it like that because they know that a lot of guys are beginning to wake up. So we kind of understand the double speech or what did Donovan call it? Woman ease. Woman ease. I think Donovan and Minister Jap. Once again, shout out to Minister Jap. Of course, check his channel out. Uh, Minister Jap Network, I believe. But <laughs> it's all the same shit. These women will tell you one thing, but live completely different lives. That's why a lot of dudes will tell you, don't pay attention to a, what, what a woman tells you, but pay attention to what a woman does. And the lies that you'll be told by the teachers, by your mother, is simply what I pointed as the Disney dynamic or the Disney theory. You can be happily ever after. There's a special someone for everyone. You know what I mean? All this shit has been told to us by the people who are supposed to um, raise us in a sense or teach us. And it's almost as backwards. But we're going to get right back into it. We went back a couple seconds, you know, just to start things up. I don't want to pause and, and play this because I know it can be annoying. But sometimes there's valid points that I need to make right away. Because if I continuously let it play, I'll forget. <clears throat> or, matter of fact, let me just see something. Alright, what I'll do is I'll just play it all the way through. And then I'll take the necessary notes and do what I need to do after. So let's continue. Really, man. Kill everything you learned when you were younger. Killed everything that your mom told you, your your your, your dad told you, because I'm pretty sure he was a beta as well. Killed everything your teachers told you, your friends told you, your professors told you. Because none of that shit was the fucking truth. What I mean by the inner beta, I mean that inner sensitive bitch. The one that once believed that love is real. And women are nice and smell, smell nice and sugar with spice and all that. That bullshit saying. Kill all that shit, man. Kill that women are dogable and women don't cheat. Only reason why women cheat because men cheat first. Kill all that love shit. Kill that shit, man. Kill that. Oh, she won't cheat on me because she loves me. She won't cheat on me because she loves me. She whole dearly hardly loves me. And we have kids together. And I pay the bills. Kill that shit, man. 
That shit has to stop. Kill that shit, G. Kill, kill the inner bitch in you. Kill that inner blue pill beta bitch in you, man. Kill that mentality that there's a virtuous woman out here. Kill that mentality that these women don't want to be dominated, man. Kill that shit. Facts. That shit has to stop, man. I'm sick of this shit, man. You know what? I'm not sick of it. Because I want to help y'all. I'm not sick of it. You, you got to change that shit. You know, love ain't real, man. <laughs> love is a feeling. And you want to know one thing about women, man? Feelings change with them. When she says she loves you, she says she loves the guy that you're being in that fucking moment. Not you as a person. Oh, no, she's not capable of doing that. Oh, but your mom and everyone in your life told you that, oh, she loves you. She don't love you. She loves what you can do for her. She loves how you make her feel. And feelings change. Love changes. She doesn't love you unconditionally. Oh, but she loves me, so she won't cheat on me. That's what you think. You can believe that all you want. That's what you think. Oh, she wouldn't dare fuck other guys. Kill the baiting in you that these bitches are still virgins. I had a woman on my Instagram say that she's still a virgin. She she white and she's strapped with hella ass and she like black dudes. <laughs> she is lying to the data. That's oh in all God. of you that's watching this video. Because you're going to wife her up. And she's going to lie to you and say she's a virgin when all those black dudes been fucking the shit out of her. Digging her fucking guts out. Impregnating her ass. The guts. But you're going to wife her. You're going to marry that bitch. She's going to lie to your ass. Because you have no red pill awareness about yourself. You have no sort of dominance alpha mindset about yourself. Because you want to believe in this blue pill conditioning that we've been brought up in, man. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, man. Ain't no such thing as a virtuous woman. Ain't no good woman. They're just women. And they pussy get wet. Whoever get their pussy wet the best, that's who wins. This nigga getting loud. My bad, that's ain't, that ain't who wins. We all win, <clears throat> depending on what we want to do with our situation. That's who imprints her. If you are fucking married to a woman right now, kill the beta in you. If you are married to a woman right now, and you don't get her pussy wet, you're fucking beta. You're beta as fuck. Get out of that fucking relationship. Get out of that fucking marriage. You're beta. Because she gives you chore sex. 
You don't make her pussy wet. The sexual alpha does. The guy with the dominant mindset does. The guy that treats her like shit does. The guy that treats her how she wants to be treated gets her pussy wet. You don't get her pussy wet because you're sensitive. You compromise. You act like a bitch. You go to work and come home. You don't work out. You got fat. Other women don't want you. Mm. That dries her pussy up. Mm. But you're so beta, you're so blue pill, but the condition says that it doesn't dry her pussy up. The society says that that's good. Being a good guy don't get her pussy wet, nigga. Just because you a good guy, what that means? She's supposed to fuck you? The beta of you niggas. Not the nerve of you niggas. The beta of you niggas. And just because you got muscles don't make you alpha. Alpha is a mindset. Y'all niggas need to kill the beta inside you, man. Just love shit. I'm not in love, G. I don't believe in love. I believe in respect. There it is. I need a bitch to respect me. There it is. Fuck love. There it is. I don't care about love. I don't give a fuck about love, man. I need a woman that's going to respect me. A part of my program. If she not going to do what the fuck you tell her to do, why the fuck do you bother being with the bitch? Because you beta. Kill that inner beta, man. That shit has to go, dog. Dog, gee, the shit has to stop. The inner beta has to fucking stop, dude. Dude, that shit has to fucking go. You think your wife won't cheat on you because she loves you? You fucking... What the fuck? Whoever get her pussy wet, that's what she gonna fuck! What you gonna do about it? Cry? Boss the fuck up! Take advantage of female nature. That'll be my next video. Don't hit me, bro. Shit. I'm parked in this uh, gas station right now, and I ain't moving my fucking car. I don't give a fuck what they say. That's what stops the clean anyway. Kill the innovator, man. Have a more dominant mindset. Have a more abundance mindset. Understand why you're doing what you're doing. Because being beta can kill you, man. You will kill another. You will kill another nigga that's fucking your bitch. Well, mm. she's not even your bitch in the first place. It's just your turn, G. We are gonna talk about that later. She's not your bitch. It's just your turn. Can you enjoy your turn, sir? You can't enjoy your turn because the truth hurts. The truth hurts that she uses you for resources. Mm. The truth hurts that she uses you for resources and your non-sexual attention. 
She heard, the truth hurts that she just gets you pregnant so you can take care of the kids. And she gives you chore sex. There's no type of lust or genuine desire to want to fuck you or suck your dick. But she just give, just flat gives you sex. That shit hurt, don't it? Well, welcome to the red pill, brother. <coughs> when we understand female nature and why we understand why they do what the fuck they do. What the fuck you gonna do about it? I had an uncle of mine that had been cheating on his wife all this time and he told me she never cheated back. That nigga sound delusional than a bitch. <laughs> that nigga sound delusional than a bitch. Nigga, she's sucking a bigger and fucking a bigger dick nigga than what you have. You think she not cheating on you, you dumb fuck? And she got all that ass? I hope you listening to me, uncle. She cheating on your ass, nigga. And you fat and out of shape. You think all that ass ain't bouncing on another dick? Mm-mm-mm. Oh, because you don't want it to happen? Man, you better wake the fuck up. Another nigga get that pussy wet. You don't get that pussy wet. You get them bills paid, and you do what she say, you bitch. You don't get the pussy wet. You don't. You don't get the pussy wet. It's all about the pussy. I don't want to hear what nobody say. It's all about the pussy. Salute. It is. Salute. Because that's how you can control her. Salute. If you can't fuck her right, if you can't get her pussy wet, how the fuck you going to control the bitch? Salute. Salute. We just going to stop right there. We going to stop right there because there's only about a minute and a half left. So, a couple things I've written down. Now, originally, this was supposed to be the nature of women. Now... Understand a couple of things. The nature of women is something that I believe the man should focus on later. The self-development and understanding his faults and understanding the things he can do to better himself. Whether that's going to the gym, exercising, having a hobby, some activities. (coughs) Excuse me. On a physical aspect, but also something, you know, more introverted as well. So it's like, it's a balance that you have to have when you are aware or you begin to, as they say, take the red pill. Now, I found out the hard way. And uh, a lot of women that I came across after, the feeling just wasn't there. Now, I'm saying that to say that I believe... Understanding the nature of women is going to save you a lot of time. Now, it's not the answer to all your problems. You still need to do the self-development within the red pill. Or at least what I would say, self-development. And this is more, I guess, aimed towards the Sigma male mindset. So I'm not going to talk like some I'm some big bad alpha. And I'm not here just smashing bitches. But, you know, I've been there. You know what I mean? There's no need to really get into it. But I've been there. And I've learned... When I've understood the nature of women later on, I can think back to those relationships. And maybe at that particular time, it was good. But looking at it now, I looked at it as more of a waste of time. I could have been acquiring what I have already years ago. But see, you sort of live and you learn. Um, Women use love for survival. Women use love for survival. Let me explain. So... Understand that 
there is a meaning or a message behind a quote-unquote broken heart, right? The heart being broken, therefore, like, a broken heart within humanity is death. So what women do is they use love as, like, a security blanket. They use love for security, just like in a lot of ways men do, but this is the difference, and this is why I agree with Steph is cold. I don't believe in love either. And I'm not saying that to, to sound bitter or to sound like an asshole. I just don't believe it. I believe it as a feeling. Love is essentially a feeling. It's a feeling that doesn't last unless it's something solid or concrete or something based off of family, based off of relations. And a lot of people just say they love them just because they're able to tolerate them. There's not really love and consideration in that in that word as it used to be. Or just that's just my personal opinion. <clears throat> Feel me? That being said, love to me is a feeling. And with women, it's the best way to describe it because women love for the moment, meaning they have a feeling of love for the moment. And when they feel that that love isn't strong enough or she finds better options or she already has options from the beginning and she's just willing to move on, <clears throat> the man will sure enough find out that love is only a feeling. And when love... And when love is present with a woman, it is present for the moment. Now, that's not to say that she may not talk to you again. She may not want to fuck you again after the relationship. But what it means is any idea of connection that she had towards you doesn't exist. So it's that love for the moment. And those moments, just like love, just like women, are based off of emotions. Brought this up several times. There's always the stories of, and I've been through these situations too, man. Like, there's stories where in your life, you'll come across somebody that you actually feel is your better half. Now, you don't know any better. You're in the blue pill matrix. So you're still looking at bitches, putting them on pedestals, opening doors, being courteous. And I'm not saying none of these things are wrong. I just feel that men tend to forget that those things, it doesn't come at a cost, but it's... It's a sign of a appreciation to a woman. To open a door for a woman is a sign of appreciation. But at the same time, opening a door for a little kid is the same too. Or opening a door for an old lady is the same too. But that's how certain people, certain men were raised. I was raised in that fashion. If I'm going somewhere, I open a door, somebody's behind me. My first reaction is to hold the door. You know what I mean? I'm not waiting on the outside of the door like a security guard, but I, I hold the door open. I feel... Those particular things have became just, they tried to weaponize it. And I said this before, betas weaponize kindness. And what I mean by betas weaponizing kindness, I mean, they don't have anything else that they feel can really benefit them besides their courteousness, or excuse me, uh, their courteousness, courteousness, is that word? Courteousness? I hope it is. Um... By them being courteous, they feel that that is strong enough <clears throat> to go one-on-one -on -one against a guy who's physical, a guy who's going to a gym. And what I mean by physical, I mean just by appearance. Now, these guys, don't get mistaken, just like Stephis Cole said, a lot of these guys who hit the gym, that doesn't mean they're necessarily alpha males. Sure, they got muscles, they're in shape, but as he stated, <clears throat> alpha 
has became a mindset. I'm not saying that it necessarily is originally, but he makes a point. When guys talk about alpha, they're really talking sigma because in all actuality, you can't go from beta to alpha. Now, in your mind, you feel you you feel that you are the alpha within wherever you're at. But in all actuality, for me personally, it's more of a sigma male mindset. And what I mean by this is, yeah, it's for the guys who want to get involved with women, understand women, understand a woman's nature, the nature of women in general. If you're a guy <clears throat> who's a sigma male and you're really focused on getting your shit together, you still need this message because this is just a reminder because everybody needs it. These men today, and I'm not putting myself in it because I'm not really even participating in most of the societal um, routines of uh, trying to go on dates with women online and spending your own money on women that probably not even going to smash. These bitches wear too much makeup, so when you see them without makeup, they look like completely different people. I mean, there's just so much hassle. So for like Sigma males, we're just balancing the information with our everyday lives. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll parlay, pull up on a bitch, spit some game. But other times, uh, we got work the next day. We got work in two hours. I got like a good two hours left of this job. Shit like that. Like, and my mind is more or less set on what I need to do as an individual, let alone a man, let alone a black man in this country at this present moment with Joe Biden. Fucking low life. Anyway, um, we're going to go into the next video by Steph is Cold. This is more of a. A dive in onto uh, the nature of women. So I want to get this set up. Hopefully, this plays back well. If not, that sucks. Women don't get imprints just off talking. Hold up. You can't. YouTube, what did you? It's your boy Steph. I got a question. My dude, I'm a 30 year old version. This is a I've bad been one. Waiting for marriage, I turned down college girls, I turned down strippers, I turned down hookers, I turned down models, I turned down every relationship that I could have waiting for waiting for a woman. Thought I found her, invested in myself emotionally over three months. I turned down the guts because I wanted to be a respectful man. Now I'm hooked, <laughs> and another dude is digging her down. <laughs> I want my power back. How do eliminate I it. it? You don't get it back. You lost. It's over. You lost. You you. Hold up, hold up. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. One second. I gotta do it. Tango down. Lost from birth. As soon as you were born, you lost. Y'all gotta understand, man. We had a disadvantage, dog. So soon as we born, bro, we had a disadvantage. Disadvantage. Because who taught you this? Who taught you this? Your mama. Your father was probably beta. The church. Mm. They probably taught you it. Putting the propaganda in your brain, making it seem like 
women are nice and everything women think are nice and sweet and spice and everything nice and that's not just what it is because you believe everything on tv because what you think that these women ain't getting their guts dug out at the age of 15 16 listen We live in a cold world, man. We really do. And actually, I'm more, I think we're going to check out Elliot Roger because this is a guy that I've mentioned on this podcast multiple fucking times, okay? <clears throat> now, Elliot Roger is a shooter. He became, he was this, he, he essentially became the godfather of the incel slash, I wouldn't say black pill, I wouldn't even, my apologies. The incel community, he's like the fucking mascot. This guy went on a killing spree. I've talked about this on several occasions. Only because he could not get pussy. Now, this is an a, this is a extreme case. But I still want to play it just to give you guys the extreme. This is the example of what he's talking about being at a disadvantage. A man who is average... Even above average and below. I will say above average to average. He is at a disadvantage when it comes to women. Unless he is in tune with himself. In other words, he has charisma. He has personality. Or because looks can't be a part of it. Or he has to have money. So if he has a good amount of money and he's presentable, regardless of really how he looks, as long as he's average... In other words, if an average nigga pulls up, an average looking guy makes such and such dollars and pulls up in a fucking Lamborghini, these bitches are checking him out. See, that's just how primal and predatory women are. So the guys who come up, average dudes, average size, av average bill, everything average, average job, average income, he is essentially invisible. He's invincible. He's invincible. Excuse me. He's invisible until uh, the income, the status changes. There's a lot of things that have to be incorporated for this man to be approachable to these women versus the women who pretty much have to have a vagina, not be out of shape and not be ratchet. They're going to get dick. In fact, today, the desperation of men if a average woman, average, five or six, presentable, takes care of herself, in good shape, but everything else, average. If she was in the dating market, there would be tons of guys trying to contact her. You want to know why? Because she has a representation of some form of traditionalism. Or some form of a traditional or more, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, more of a traditional state of mind. Because today, <clears throat> in our society, especially with women and like the modern day women, they don't hold those traditional values. So their values is they're going to try to get it wherever they can. They make themselves washed up. Because they've been up and down the disco stick, taking hot sperm straight to the face, ghetto gagger style. 
and these bitches, these bitches don't care. <clears throat> well, you know, like, matter of fact, let me see if I can find this. I just want to play the beginning of this. Shout out to A, a Life of Abundance. I really want to play this. I hope I didn't delete it. I probably did, but you know, that's my fucking luck. Let's see. But you look absolutely gorgeous. I. Oh no, nah, that's just that ain't it. Oh, man, I hope it's here. She belongs to the streets. I got a spell for my old school for fucking my teacher. Yeah! I hooked up with my Uber driver while my boyfriend was passed out in the back seat. Yay! I fucked my ex's best friend and he still doesn't know. Yay! The school thinks my sugar daddy is my real dad because he signs me out every week. Yay! I had a crush on my teacher, so I started dating his son so I could come over. Yay! Listen to how defeated these dirty, disgusting bitches are. They celebrate. Let me play that back again. I don't really give a fuck. We going in tonight. I don't give a shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck she belongs to the streets. Fuck it. I got a spell for my old school for fucking my teacher. Yeah! I hooked up with my Uber driver while my boyfriend was passed out in the backseat. Yay! I f***ed my ex's best friend and he still doesn't know. Yay! The school thinks my sugar daddy is my real dad because he signs me out every week. Yay! I had a crush on my teacher so I started dating his son so I could come over. Yay! These bitches, and shout out once again. A Life of Abundance, a.k.a. Cheek Slaying Headquarters, both channels available on YouTube. Just to give you guys an example, these are the modern day women. They promote infidelity. They promote cheating. They pro Listen, guys, even if we do the most violating shit possible, the last thing we are going to do is display it publicly what the see these bitches they have no idea they're defeated they're done they're of no use to men they've already displayed uh the traits the spirit of fucking jezebel the whore of fucking babylon which is the women of western civilization in my fucking opinion and i don't give a fuck what a bitch say about me see that's the difference I can be a scrub, I'm a bum, I'm a piece of shit, I'm a failure, I'm anything that these bitches want me to be. You know why? I'm too focused on doing what the fuck I gotta do, which is cook a lot of you fast ass hoes up. We gonna cook you, we gonna fry you bitches up, and we gonna throw you in the ramen. Fuck you talking about? With a hard boiled egg, bitch, fuck you talking about? But see, that's the reality. You're dealing with, like, just think about everything that was just said. And if you have to listen back, then go ahead. I'm not going to play it back again. These women advertise cheating. They advertise infidelity. They celebrate it because they're such miserable bitches. They are such miserable creatures that they view men. And see, this is the best way to look at it. When you ask a female, what she thinks of her dream guy. She's either going to come up with someone closest to a superhero or something that is closest to a slave. Meaning it is the guy who is this incredibly strong, perfect jawline, perfect structure,
bad boy, but who is the quote unquote good guy when it's when it's necessary, or something close to a slave, aka the emotional tampon, aka the big brother, aka the shoulder to cry on, aka the friend zone bound men who still make a good amount of money but can be easily taken advantage of by these women so they can live their life or better yet they hook up with these men get pregnant by these men let the court system and let the fucking um let the state rob and rape him for all his money it all works out for the women so guys understand or better yet women this is for women close this fucking sunroof man Women, you should understand something. Because of these women that are portrayed on TikTok, that was a TikTok video too. Um, TikTok, because of OnlyFans in general, most men essentially don't want to deal with modern day women. And I don't say modern day women as women, every woman has that mindset, but every woman is either influenced or capable of that mindset. It's just like being a hoe. Not every woman's a hoe, but there was a point in time where either they were capable or they're still capable of being hoes. If a woman knows that she's getting paid an infinite validation, why is it so bad to point it out? Like, for example, OnlyFans chicks. OnlyFans chicks, I've seen a video where these girls who do OnlyFans, I should, I should gather it for the next recording, but... They got together and they talked about what they expected from a man, but they don't, they don't understand the reason why they're talking about this is because no man is interested in a fucking webcam thought, a, a web thought, a thought bot. Nobody's interested in that thought bots and whorehounds are just circling and they're just like sharks in the water and I can't swim. So I'm afraid of water and sharks. So if I hit the deep sea, I'm dead. I can't swim. I'm just like, um, when you play the old Grand Theft Auto, like uh, Grand Theft Auto before San Andreas, you just hit the water and you start drowning. That's me. Instantly. Wasted. It. It's just going to appear. Wasted. Done. You know what I'm saying? And these bitches, they're circulating like fucking piranhas. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just waiting. You know what I mean? And the more valuable you become as a man, the bigger of a target you become as a well, the more valuable, the more valuable you become as a man, and this can be valuable in status, this, this can be valuable in looks, going to the gym, bettering yourself, uh, grooming, properly grooming, facial grooming, especially the guys who have beards like myself. If you take care of all these things, you'll have some sort of result. It's just about what you do with it. See, the red pill, they try to advertise it. A lot of people would adver advertise the red pill as a quote unquote cheat code. And I hate to tell people this, but it doesn't work out that way. The reason why it does not work out that way is because you, yourself, the man, still have to hold accountability, take accountability of the shit that you've done in the past, moving forward. You can't just go on and pretend none of the things happen. You know what I mean? In fact, a lot of people like myself will say a lot of the negative experiences and relationships in the past become present learning experiences to be able to display in hopes that somebody else can grasp it and understand it. And, you know, that's what we're doing right now, man. I want to play this Elliot Rogers shit. Do I have it? 
Because I'll fucking go back. There's no way that I deleted it. Let's see. There's no way that I deleted it. Uh, I guess I deleted it. Well, we're going to have to go. Okay. We have to go on YouTube. I want to reach a point where it's like, when I say YouTube, YouTube pays me. Like, they don't get mad that I say YouTube. Like, they're they're honored that I would say YouTube so many times. So it's like, yo, we're going to have to give him $100 every time he says YouTube. That would be dope as shit. Anyway, that was just a random high thought. Um, let me go into my history here because I did have this save. Yes. We are going to check out, I think this is based off of an ABC documentary, documentary uh, Fair Use, by the way, you fucking cocksuckers. I may have to copy and paste for now on, like, the whole Fair Use thing, because with the people that I do share, I think they're not going to be that upset, especially if I'm giving them the shout out and I'm telling people to check them out, just in case in any form or fashion of faith or fate itself, I reach a certain level that I never forget that the people who influence me. In this case, this will be difficult, but we're going to try to do this shit anyway. Um, hold up. That's where my- okay, good. Elliot Roger, the virgin killer. <laughs> All right, this is, I'm not, I'm not making a joke out of this, but this is what the fucking shit is called. Elliot Roger, the virgin killer, 2014. Is it, is it Isla? Is La Vista Killing Documentary. This is by Alien Welcoming Party Platform. So if you can remember all that, yeah. But this is a rip anyway, so it's nothing original. You will finally see. All right, hold up. Hi. This nigga's burnt. Elliot Roger here. (laughs) Well, this is my last video. Now, I want to give people a warning. This episode, or this segment, is really satire, but it's not. I'm going to make a lot of valid points, but do keep in mind, I am trying, attempting to be entertaining. So this will be based off of my personal opinion and the entertainment value of somebody like Elliot Roger. Now, I'm going to play a good amount of this. I'm going to play at least five minutes of this so you guys can understand who I refer or who I the reference I always make of an Elliot Roger type nigga, like a school shooter type dude. This is your fucking mascot. This is your president. This is your CEO. This guy is on another fucking level. So we're gonna play this back, but I also, like I said, I wanna give that brief warning because, you know, we're probably gonna have to fry this dead nigga. I really don't give a fuck. I hate when people say respect the dead. If you don't respect the person living, what fucking difference does it make if they're dead? You know what I mean? I'm just transparent. I'm going to be, like I said, we're being transparent going forward 2022. And like I said, if somebody's a piece of shit, do you respect or do you respect the dead? If somebody says something bad about Adolf Hitler, you say, hey, don't talk about the dead. I'll slap the shit out of a white person who told me not to fucking talk bad about Adolf Hitler. Fuck you and fuck your mother, bitch. That's this like when people say respect the dead, it's only one sided. 
So they selectively picked that person to say that to. If it was somebody against them, well, they'll turn the other cheek. They won't say anything. And that tells you how hypocritical a lot of people are. But you really got to call out the bullshit. You know what I mean? So fuck all that. We about to go in. I'm going to roast this nigga in about five minutes. Hi. <laughs> Elliot Roger here. <laughs> well, Roger. this Elliot is my last Roger. video. It all has to come to this. Tomorrow is the day of retribution. <laughs> The day in which I will have my revenge against humanity, against all of you. You will finally see that I am, in truth, the superior one, the true alpha male. Mm. <laughs> now, <laughs> listen, bro. I got to constantly remind people, like, yo, this is satire, but look, this guy is a complete psychopath. Now, I don't use that term loosely. In fact, I usually do not use this term. But when you get a chance and you actually look up Elliot Roger, you check out, he got a lot of his videos still saved. A lot of people still got the videos hidden somewhere on YouTube, the darker spots of YouTube, if you will. This guy was a complete maniac. You know what I'm saying? His whole his whole thing was being superior. And it wasn't like when you hear superior, you may think racist. But in a way, he, he does say a lot of racist shit because he has a. Uh, he had an email. He pretty much had his entire plan of destruction on his email. And it was based off of him growing up and. His childhood, which a good portion of that um, recording, it's called My Twisted World, I think. In that recording, he goes back to his childhood. He refers to his childhood as anything positive. It comes from his childhood. And it's from his parents' perspective or it's towards his parents because you have a mother and father. The father, who's this famous director, which we'll get in, this documentary, we'll get into it later. Um, you find out a lot of things about this guy. This is a very interesting character because he's privileged. And I'm not saying that in a white privilege. He's got white privilege. No, he's ex he's extremely privileged. His mother is Asian. His father is British. This guy is kind of like weird because you can tell he's definitely Asian. He's not a bad looking guy. He's just socially awkward. And that's the fucked up part about life. You can have decent looks, and because you can't approach women and you can't really communicate well with women, women aren't going to really sit back with you and, and put too much effort and time into you. You know what I'm saying? That's just the truth, and this guy learned it the hard way. Keep in mind, he's doing all these videos inside of a fucking BMW. If I had a BMW, I would drive places that I know bitches would stand at and just post up. Because I know a bitch will come over in a BMW. Like, I don't understand these type of these type of men, these type of soy boys. This is a soy boy who is trying to masquerade as a fucking alpha male. It's embarrassing. This gives all of these bitches 
No disrespect, respectfully speaking. This, this gives all of these bitches, these feminazis, the gasoline to just add on to. You see, that's toxicity. That's male. That's that's toxic masculinity. How? This nigga is not even a masculine guy. This is the type of guy you just pick up and you just toss him. You toss him aside like a dirty mattress. You get him up out of there. You, there's no there's no effort in putting this guy down. And I'm kind of disappointed in the way that this shit was handled. Like, I feel that if this happened in Texas where everybody was loaded up, this nigga wouldn't even last the first body. He would have been dead by the first body. Just by the sound of guns, these niggas don't... They're like trained fucking uh, canines. They they go towards the fucking gun sounds, these people. Because they're all loaded up. They're ready to, to shut shit down. In, in places like liberal California... And by the way, the guns that he purchased to do these things were all legal. So that questions the whole... And see, this is me at a nutshell. All right. Gun laws. A lot of people will say, well, you're conservative, so you believe everybody should have a gun. No, I don't. Negative. I believe the people who are qualified, and yeah, if this goes down to getting a fucking exam and uh, the people realizing that you're not fucking mentally unstable, then sure, I'll take the, I'll, t I'll go through the procedure. I don't believe it should be like the fucking Wild West. I don't think it should be like the Wild West. But you have to understand, when I break this guy down, this can be an everyday person. Yeah, this is the extreme, but we're in extreme times. So a lot of these things can still be occurring. And a lot of people don't know because, A, your father's not a famous director. And your mother uh, your mother wasn't uh, previously dating George Lucas. So this is all the information that I found out in the book and a little bit in the documentary. But let's continue. Yes. After I've annihilated every single girl in the sorority house, I'll take to the streets of Isla Vista and slay every single person I see Isla, there. okay, Isla Vista. The Virgin Killer. They paused his face and he got the title up. That is fucking hilarious, dude. That is fucking hilarious. I'm sorry, dude. I'm a piece of shit. And by the way, it's called the Isla Vista Killings. So it's the documentary is called uh, Elliot Roger, The Virgin Killer 2014, uh, Isla Vista Killings documentary. And by the way, I got the uh, content creator wrong. It's Alien Welcoming Party, Flat Earth Society. So, yeah, let's just continue. Multiple bullet shots and bullet holes in windows at the IB Delhi, which is on Pardal. We'll update this information as soon as it is available. But right now, law enforcement is too busy at the scene to let us know what happened. Friday, May 23rd, 2014. A night of horror in the small West Coast community of Isla Vista. Copy, another ambulance is 6553 Pardal, IB Delhi. Using a knife, machetes, and three semi-automatic handguns, Elliot Roger goes on a killing spree. All of a sudden we hear like five really loud gunshots. 
What we do know is one fatality so far, and that is on Adele Playa Street. We're not sure if that person suffered from gunshot wounds or from something else. He shot, and I felt like I just felt the wind like pass right by my face, and I was like, "What the?" Because as soon as we got up there, we got into silver rains, and a cop came by and like got everyone inside the building saying there was a shooter. So I turned around and I started like walking really fast the other way, and I like I heard a gunshot. So I was like, I had no idea that it was a pistol at all. In the end, six people are murdered, many are injured, and Roger finally turns one of the guns on himself. Roger had planned what he called his day of retribution with great care over many months. You girls have never been attracted to me. I don't know why you girls aren't attracted to me, but I will punish you all for it. Yeah, let's just, let's just, <laughs> let's just keep it real, man. Like, dudes like him, he doesn't deserve compassion. Like, I can't be respectful to this type of guy. This guy is a fucking embarrassment. You understand me? So, I, I'm blown away only because, like, you would think men, like, in certain cases, I would understand a man feeling that way towards women. If he was like a good looking guy and he was smashing bitches, these virgins, they glorify vagina to the highest level to where they'll put the vagina above them on the pedestal. I always bring this up. So it reaches a point to where this guy in particular has. Oddly enough, he's socially awkward, but he doesn't realize he's socially awkward. Or he has like this, I guess, Napoleon complex, where in his mind, he's a warrior, he's a beast, but he's a string bean. And the entitlement is just comical at best. It's fucking funny. I'm sorry. We're going to try to get through this shit, though. This video, filmed by Roger, was uploaded on the day of his murderous rampage. It is the extraordinary final film in a chilling series of videos he posted online. It's an injustice, a crime, because I don't know what you don't see in me. I'm the perfect guy. <laughs> and yet you throw yourselves at all these obnoxious men instead of me, the supreme gentleman. As well as the videos, he wrote a long, detailed, and deeply disturbing document called My Twisted World, the story of Elliot Roger. It was now I'm telling you guys this just for educational purposes. You can find these online. Now they have uploaded this online several times. People have tried to take it down, but yeah, it is it is available online. So if you guys do have a time, and see what I had to do in a lot of cases where there would be books that I wanted, old books that are no longer available, I'll get like the PDF. And I'll get what is called a PDF reader. So you get these Word documents and you upload them to this reader and you can adjust the voice. And, you know, it's not just robotic shit. You can have an English accent. You can have different accents. But more or less, it, you can find this particular document with that method. You can find these uh, PDF readers on uh, Google Play. 
and then you can just go go to Google, look up the title. What is it called? Uh, My Twisted World: The Story of Elliot Roger, and it will pop up with a PDF. You download it, then you go to the program, you upload the PDF. Boom! You can adjust the audio and all that, and it reads everything back word word for word. Uh, I might do that tonight because, like I said, it's a very it's an interesting. It's fucked up that it's real because if it was like a fantasy or if this was like a story, it would be a good story because you got a guy who essentially has, he has everything that is necessary to get women except (laughs) self-development. He has everything. Nice car. Father was successful, was pretty successful. Mother, caring mother. He'd been around his mother. This is, this is just something that I've noticed in the book. He mentions his mother more than his father because his father was the one to have uh, a child with another woman, which that really fucked him up. So he always, he began to have hatred towards his father. I really hated his father for not staying with his mother. So it's a it's a weird it's a weird book or a weird I guess it's a book. I would consider it a book. Um unfortunately it's a fucked up book. You know, he plans everything that he pretty much does, but he had bigger plans. He just didn't execute it well. Um not to say that he should have. I don't want people to think, you know, in that way or fashion. I just wish that this happened in Texas because in Texas, they would have blasted his ass. They would have got him up out of there quickly. Shout out to Texas, man. You know what I mean? Shout out to the Southwest area. We're going to get back into this shit, though. Mailed to a handful of people, including his mother and father, at 9.18 p.m. on the day of the killings. It begins with these lines. Humanity. All of my suffering on this world has been at the hands of humanity, particularly women. It has made me realize just how brutal and twisted humanity is as a species. How do- Incel slash black pill philosophy. Incel slash Black pill philosophy. Matter of fact, let's go back and try to play it again. The these lines. Humanity. All of my suffering on this world has been at the hands of humanity, particularly women. It has made me realize just how brutal and twisted humanity is as a species. How does a deeply troubled young man with a growing hatred of the world, turn from awkward teenager to ruthless killer. These videos and the manifesto give us the unique opportunity to see inside his mind and examine what went wrong. It is the story of a mass murderer of the digital age, told by the killer himself. This is the story of how I, Elliot Roger, came to be. This is the story of my entire life. It is a dark story of sadness, anger, and hatred. 
In this magnificent story, I will disclose every single detail about my life. This tragedy did not have to happen. Elliot Roger had a privileged life. He filmed this video himself, sitting in upper class on a flight into Los Angeles. He was born in London in 1991, the family moving to LA when he was six years old. Both parents worked in the film industry. His father was assistant director on The Hunger Games. They divorced when he was seven. For him, this was a turning point. I was absolutely shocked, outraged, and above all, overwhelmed. This was a huge, life-changing event. Lots of kids have parents who separate, who are divorced, who have acrimonious marriages, who form new partnerships. All of that is in the normal range. When people react to that as though this is somehow their unique problem, they have to look at why do they think they're so special in that respect. He saw himself as a very rejected person as though he were actually seeking out his peers, seeking out women, and he was being pushed away. He was being rejected. But in reality, when you talk to people who knew him, he really seemed to be this other type of person where he was not, in fact, actively seeking out others. He was actually choosing to isolate himself. Bingo. Now, it's funny that they use the term isolation because I use isolation a lot. Or I use solitude more than isolation. Now, isolation... For a man, isolation can be devastating, right? But dealing with black pill and the red pill, it's how you handle isolation. Or what is solitude to you? Is solitude a good thing or a bad thing? To me, it's a good thing. To a lot of black pill guys, to a lot of incels, it's a bad thing. But they themselves don't make the proper decisions to, um, I guess, they don't allow themselves to really adjust and make proper changes. They'll sit back, they'll complain, they'll expect everything to go their way. Sounds familiar? Exactly. But these are men who have beta-dominant characteristics. These are men, and this guy, like I said, being the extreme, he's the guy who's who plays, he plays alpha. He wants to be alpha, but he knows that he isn't. He sees a lot of the men getting a lot of the women that he's attracted to, yet he's not man enough to realize that he needs to put in the effort. He needs to put in the work. He needs to make certain sacrifices to make himself more of that guy if that's what he wants to do. I always suggest that you focus on your purpose and what you need to do. And in those times of accomplishments and achievements and also being physically active and also having other passions. So therefore, you won't put a woman on a pedestal because you'll be too busy doing what you need to do. So if a woman's really interested, she has to really participate and be a part of your world rather than you being the beta male who wants to pedestalize and worship a woman and be a part of hers. Let's keep going. But Elliot Rogers' failure to engage with the world 
soon went beyond the shyness of a child. He didn't make eye contact with anyone. When we think about what we each give each other as social cues to let us know whether or not we want someone to reach out to us or approach us, there's usually social cues, body language, eye contact that indicates to another person that I see you, I would like for you to say hello, or I want to say hello to you. And um, he really didn't do that. His former high school principal remembers a silent, withdrawn child. What I saw was a really socially awkward young man, very shy, very timid, didn't really quite know what to say or how to say. Wouldn't have even been able to tell you what his voice sounded like at that time. There was absolutely not one word that he ever expressed. His introduction to sex was through pornography at a cyber cafe. What have I been saying? What the fuck have I been saying for the past week? Pornography, porn, is aimed at men just like Elliot Roger. The desperate men, the one who can't get with women, you want that quick relief, here's pornography. So the more this guy interacts with pornography, the further he gets away from the women that he's actually attracted to because he no longer has that drive, the sex drive. It has to do something to your sex drive to just completely beat off four or five days of fucking, no, four or five times a fucking day. Some of these guys are notorious. They're addicted to porn. And as fucked up as it is, I understand. Because in a lot of ways, well, what else are you going to do? A lot of these women are just, like I said, a lot of these dudes are invisible. It's just, what are you going to do about that? Do you really want to try to fit in or are you trying to stand out? Then with those questions being asked, what are you willing to do? Are you going to sit back like this guy, do some weird, stupid shit? Or are you going to make things happen? But the point and the reason why I pause this Is that I've been talking about this throughout the week. And porn addiction within men is probably at an all-time high right now. But it doesn't matter because the people who are making the majority of the money in the porn industry is the women. So, of course, they pedestalize themselves and they can sit back. They No, they don't pedestalize themselves. They sexualize themselves. They put themselves out there as sex objects and talk about the same guys who participate in masturbating to you sex object. It's it's incredible. But once again, another twisted guy, another guy involved in this weird, wicked mindset. And a lot of, I wouldn't say pornography is the reason, but he's been inducted through sex, through pornography. He lived his life as an incel, mad because he couldn't get bitches. So come on, man. This is what I've always been talking about. I saw an older teenager watching pornography. I saw in detail a video of a man having sex with a hot girl. Finding out about sex is one of the things that truly destroyed my entire life. Sex, the word fills me with hate. Hey, Elliot Roger here. Right now I'm just taking a walk through the park. It's really nice, secluded area. I'm just contemplating about my life and 
how unfair it's been lately. How it's been unfair for the last eight years, ever since I hit puberty. In making his videos, Roger returns several times to the places that were special to him as a child. And here I am at Serrania Park. <sighs> Most significant place of my childhood. My parents used to take me here when I was six years old. I have some very happy memories here. That's where my father taught me how to swing. It still looks exactly the same. If I've ever... You had to understand something. If I were to ever meet a person like this, who talked the way that he talks, I would immediately walk away. Like, he gives off what I call school shooter vibes. He has a very Kylambine posture to his communication. He sounds like a school shooter, okay? He sounds like somebody who's been bullied. He sounds like a troubled youth, typical. Now, certain people, they have a way of dealing with their problems. So, to put myself in his shoes, which I can never truly do because I've never been on that level, but to even try to relate. If a guy had problems getting women, yeah, he'll spend maybe six months blaming women, and then one day he'll realize, oh, yeah, I'm a little bit overweight. I haven't been taking care of myself physically. I haven't been getting a good amount of sleep. I've been jacking off the porn every fucking night. Four times a fucking night. You know what I mean? You have no motivation. You're not in shape. And so you put yourself, you get yourself in better shape. You put yourself on a, a nice diet, nothing that you're starving yourself, but you eat less. You focus on your job, you focus on your career, you focus on your passions, and you progress. You make progress. You don't take the easy way out. And this ain't even the easy way out. This nigga went down bad. And the way that, and what's twisted, this is the twisted, pun intended, part about this story. This is what he wanted. He wanted this to happen. Like, you have to really reach a point where you're down bad to where you're thinking about all this shit. And with all the chaos that's taken place, he's no longer here. But... Within the writings of this of this story that he's wrote, he's written based on everything that he's planned, it's been a success for him, which is fucked up to say. But let's get back into it. I don't want to get too much. Matter of fact, let me just see what we got in the time. Hour and thirty minutes. We may go a little over two hours. Who cares? It's not like I've never done this shit before, but it is what it is. Let's get back to it. <laughs> And obsessed with Hold computer up. game in hatred and anger. For much of his life, Elliot Roger lived in a cyber world, his online conversations reflecting a growing hatred and anger. In his final days and months, he was immersed in online forums. So if you combine <clears throat> See, this is why, like, a lot of people will use video games, for example. 
like if you combine a negative mindset with the place to i guess vent it can either help you or just completely harm you in this case it's the latter of course so you combine this new fascination with porn through the internet you have a person who's not sociable with people unless he's on a forum on the internet you have a person who doesn't do much activities although ironically enough he was apparently a decent skateboarder at one time and just never stuck with it and you'll come up with like i really i really suggest people to actually do what i said earlier get the pdf reader get the uh my twisted world story of elliot roger and go through it because you'll find out a lot of traits and like one of these um like underachievers where it's like your family is at such a high point that you feel that you don't have to do anything. You can just sit back and get all the, you can reap the rewards and benefits. The mother stopped dealing with the uh, the film industry and the father kind of just fizzled off, which he tried to do a lot of self projects and he wasn't successful. And believe it or not, the marriage broke up due to something of that nature. And Elliot Roger took the side of his mother because he believed that the father was capable of doing things and he simply failed him and he failed the family. So it's like, you'll find so many beta traits in this male that it's, it's like unreal. So you combine all of these things, especially with video games, because he was a fan of uh, world of Warcraft. I think some shit like that. So, you know, this is all fuel. So these bitches watch this shit and they get, they, they literally have a field day with talking about guys like Elliot Roger because they try to relate him to every failed guy. At the same time, when it comes to where are all the good men, right? Not to say that Elliot Roger was a good guy by any means, but I'm saying that if Elliot Roger had a better mindset and wasn't on no crazy shit, he would, he would be not a perfect catch, but he would be a catch to some woman out there. Like I said, this guy had a fucking BMW. How do you not pull bitches? How do you not get bitches to approach you if you're pulling up in a parking lot in a BM fucking W? I'm still blown away. Let's continue. And obsessed with computer games. There you uh, go. For everyone, playing games is a refuge from the real world and the responsibilities that it carries. Um, most people have no trouble separating fantasy from reality. On the other, now this is my problem when it comes to these type of white know-it-all type of dudes. What do you watch TV for? Because see, the comparison is just—it's—it's it's spot on. See, the older generation will compare video games to this connection of violence, not realizing that they're watching television that connects to violence in real life. A video game is like uh, watching a cartoon, a mature rated cartoon, at least the video games that they talk about, you know, the rated mature video games, your Call of Duties, um, what other games, your Fallouts, your Far Cry games, your more mature audience type of games. Now, they've connected this or tried or attempted to connect this with what is going on in our culture with violence and men today, but you would have more of a better opportunity to look at entertainment itself. A lot of these TV shows and a lot of these action movies 
that are on television are actually um, motivation or inspiration for a lot of these video games to begin with. So when these people get deep into the whole, all right, if you play video games, you have a tendency of this bullshit, I laugh. But we're going to let this guy talk anyway. And if you immerse someone in a chat room or forum in which everyone's sharing the same view and taking turns making extremist statements, that will only make matters worse. If you want to get worse at what you're angry about, go join other angry people. I'm just sitting in my car right now, enjoying the view of the beach. And my view has been ruined by this site right here. In front of me, sitting right there on that bench, is a young couple. Young people together triggered intense anger in Roger. Beta. The couple he filmed here may well have had a close call. Beta. Beta. Listen. See, this is like, if you think about it, like I said before, this is an extreme case, but this can be any guy in this position. Where, like I said, a lot of guys are held to a higher... We're held to a higher level of responsibility than women. I'll say it straight up. When you talk about mistakes, a man who's truly, uh, I wouldn't say okay with the mistakes, but he realizes he made those mistakes, he's going to be more upfront. Like, hey, I fucked up. Women have a harder time doing that. The more attractive I believe women are, the less capable I believe they're able to really have self-accountability because now you're attractive so you know men are always going to be around you right and this goes into like relationships as a whole today where i think everybody can agree even the black pill guys relationships aren't built on trust today relationships aren't really built on responsibility Relationships aren't really built off of connection. You know, you want to know what relationships are built off of? Relationships are built off of value. It's how you value value. Just like what Tommy Lauren said. You know what I mean? Just like with shout out to Tommy Lauren. Hopefully she got over her little her little PMS phase. She's getting back to her trad con. Uh, I mean, traditional conservative uh, speech and viewpoints. But. Until you actually value value you won't value a relationship for an example i value an exceptionally attractive woman who has a purpose but doesn't have to display it who has certain aspects and traits of independence but doesn't have to explain it and tell everybody She's not out here fucking and sucking everything that's walking and moving that has a fucking uh, a price tag on it because guys will advertise themselves. And see, this is this is a double edged sword. So you got women who are sex objects, but you got men who are success objects. Let me explain. Even a bum. And I've said this before, even a bum. And I played it with the Fresh and Fit episode yesterday. Right. 
the bum is going to have more chances of getting in the guts than the so-called nice guy. That bum cannot have any money, but if he has a way with women and he has a way underneath the sheets, that woman's sticking with that guy. Even if, and there's cases of this, the women who are making something, the independent women, they're fucking thugs too. Because thugs ain't really asking for much besides pussy. And that's what that woman wants. Now these women get attached because the reality of it is a successful woman doesn't mean shit to a guy. And I said this before. So you're going into a phase in relationships where nothing really matters besides value. What can a woman value me besides sex? Now, of course, within the first month, the first two weeks, I'm trying to get it. First things first, for before a woman asks for uh, dates to be taken out places, we got to meet face-to-face. I want to see if that profile picture or whatever pictures is on that profile is, in fact, you. Once I know, once we can, once we, we can actually vibe and communicate... Then it's like cool. You know what I mean? Now we can make the we can make the plans. And I'm doing all this to try to get in the guts. Now, love is a battlefield. I said this before. My goal is to get in the guts. Her goal is to get into my wallet. Now, it's the way that both of us do this that significant that 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 solidifies any uh personal value or connection. Personal value being I know that what I have to offer this bitch will shut her down. The snake that is within the trousers can shut her down, okay? She knows that whatever charm or whatever uh, possibility of me smashing is going to equal me trying to benefit or me trying to benefit her in the process. So... I'm trying to smash, but at the same time, I'm weary. If she actually gives up the guts the first night, then I kind of get my uh, my mixed feelings. Because on one end, it's like, cool, I got what I wanted. But on the other end, it's like, all right, how many other people got the free ride? A lot of dudes would never be in those situations. The Elliot Roger was never in those situations. You deal with women who actually have interest in you, they actually want to do things for you. It does happen out there, man. It's less it's less common today because of the the nature and the mindset of women being more of a prevalent topic, more of a discussion, more of something known. But women, you'll come across, if you're lucky, I guess, you'll come across women that generally have interest in you. Oh, let's go out. These women ask you out and they actually pay. Now, some women do this as a shit test. They want to see if they'll actually, if you'll actually let them pay for shit. Now, it works both ways and I'm going to explain why. If you just, if you say, no, no, I got it. If you say that the last minute, then she can go, all right, maybe she'll look at it two-sided. Like, all right, this guy didn't listen to what I said, so he doesn't think that I'm worthy of paying this and that. Some women are like that. Or she's like, oh, okay, that's cool. He already had money and he was going to, cool. Because women, like I said, like, love to a woman is, is an emotion. It's a feeling. And the feeling isn't as concrete isn't, and it isn't as genuine as it would have been in past generations. We know this. 
I'm not one of those dudes that will blame the internet, but I say that social media has a lot to do with it because on one end, it exposes everything. So guys, if you want to know, if you're interested in a woman and she's already on your Facebook, then you pretty much have access of the things that she's talking about and how she is. And maybe she goes even beyond that and she has all the pictures, all of the previous dudes she's been with. You, you have to really be on point. You have to really have your scope out when it comes to dealing with these women because you don't know what type of bitches you're communicating with. Let's get back to this crazy-ass nigga, though. They're kissing right now. It's torture for me to watch, but I have to do this. I've seen the video that he made of that, uh, where he's focusing on this couple on a bench. And to be absolutely honest, when I saw that, I half expected him to leave the camera on the dashboard and to see him get out of the car and head out. I mean, that couple were incredibly lucky. I can only imagine the heavenly things they'll be doing together when they go back home tonight. These niggas are pussy, bro. I gotta point this shit out. See, it's funny because of the situation that occurred. And I'm not saying it's funny as in it's comical. I'm just saying it's funny to point out that if this wasn't the situation that took place, these men, the same people that are talking about it, would be the same people laughing at the guy. This is how, like, retarded humanity is. So we're only pointing at this shit because of the situation that took place. We're not necessarily looking into the problems that this guy generally has. It's just your opinion. Just like it's my opinion right now. I think the guy was shot the fuck out. He was burnt out mentally, emotionally, psychologically. He had a... And what other people would see a privileged childhood, in his mind, it was a fucked up childhood. But he's also a narcissistic personality when, when it, everything is about him. He blames the parents for the divorce, even as he gets older and should have come to the realization of they had their separate, they had their differences, etc. This guy was never able to accept the realities from his childhood. So he almost relives it in his adulthood and he tries to play victim in the same way that a child or a lot of cases women play when they can select when they're dominant when they are the superiors and then they can also go back to being a bitch the only difference is this guy is a man and this behavior is highly unacceptable it's not fair <laughs> life is not fair absolutely towards the end of 2012 Roger decides on revenge. Life is not fair. Okay? I want to pause that there. And matter of fact, after that, I'm going to play only five more minutes of this shit. But while I just wanted to give you guys like an, an extreme example of the black pill in the incel community. And the reason I do this, and I can fry, I can, I'll completely roast Elliot Rogers' ass. I don't give a fuck if he's dead or alive. I don't give a shit. Scumbags just don't deserve the respect this guy is one of those people who don't accept the realities of life we're going to die we're going to die all every single one of us the people who are listening we are going to die and a lot of times we don't have control over when some of us have control over how we do destructive shit not realizing that it's killing us until the last fucking minute and we go oh my god we shouldn't have done it but we don't have control. 
And in a lot of cases, life is unfair that way. Now, the question being, and a lot of red pill men will also come to that conclusion that life is also unfair. It is the question of what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Are you going to sit there and complain, cry, bitch, sound like a hoe? He had very questionable mannerisms too. Very, very suspect, very zesty, um, a zesty posture and attitude when it came to women. Like, it's like a bitch complaining about there's no bitches. That's what it sounds like. He sounds like a dyke. I hate to use that term. I hope the lesbian community can forgive me for that. But that's what he sounds like. And like I said, the red pill and the black pill breaks down to isolation and that. Life is unfair. What are you going to do about it? And what else was that shit earlier? Isolation. Is that the time to complain? Is that the time to be depressed? Or is that the time to get yourself off the ground and start working on yourself and bettering yourself and preventing yourself from being an Elliot Roger? We're going to play a couple more minutes. Then I'm going to get ready to talk my shit and we're going to wrap things up. Especially against young couples. He plans it with meticulous care. Just before Christmas, he buys his first gun. I decided to purchase the Glock 34 semi-automatic pistol, an efficient and highly accurate weapon. I brought it back to my room and felt a new sense of power. Try to skip this cinematic shit. The day of retribution arrives. The killing will soon begin. His last video is about to be released to the world. You deserve to be annihilated. And I will give that to you. You never showed me any mercy. And so I will show you none. I hate all of you. Humanity is a disgusting, wretched, depraved species. Alright, on that we're just gonna stop. Cause this nigga was really like it's not funny because of the situation that happened. Okay? Like, just understand my twisted sense of humor, if you will. The comedy of it is. He's doing this in a straight face. He's practically doing a wrestling promo. He's like Sid fucking vicious right now. He's doing a wrestling promo. And this is like, and we're done with this shit. This is the extreme, right? Th these are the extremes of pussy deprived men. Pussy deprived men. And what is pussy, or what is the pursuit of pussy replaced by? Well, mostly pornography, mostly this depression, mostly the idea of not bettering yourself, the idea of not getting in physical shape, the idea of just sitting back and hollering about women. Now, understand, the pornography thing is a big deal. This is something I'm going to, this is my theory. 
because of the fact, and I've always used this term, the hypersexuality of our society, it breaks down to a woman, your everyday, quote unquote, modern day women, willingly taking their clothes off, willingly doing things strange for a bit of change. And the men seeing all of this happen, especially the incels, especially the virgins, the guys who are not uh, whatever whatever term you want to use, the guys who are not uh, capable of fucking these bitches. Not physically, but they don't have the communication skills. They don't have the charisma. They have nothing, essentially. The extreme would be, well... Because I can't get pussy, then I don't want these guys to get pussy. Then you got the school shooter mentality. You got all this crazy, you know, bullshit. Most guys are not like this. Granted, a lot of guys are not out there fucking bitches daily. A lot of guys aren't out there really caring about that. You see, I've reached a point where I can talk about these things because I no longer care about it. I've reached a point where it's like, all right, I'm 33. If I can meet a, now, it's fucked up to say, but I'm now I'm trying to look for a woman who's younger because in my mind, I still want children and I want the, the youngest, most healthy, fertile woman as possible. A fertile woman, excuse me. I don't want women to get upset that I say this. That's just the truth. A lot of you women who went out there sleeping around, y'all wanted kids too, but y'all either became single mothers due to your irresponsibility and choosing men, sexual partners, etc. Women are the gatekeepers of sex, men are the gatekeepers of relationships, therefore women have the ability to control the sex in the way that the man has the capability to control the relationship. This is something that most women don't understand because their their mindset is... I hate to use this term, but the whore, uh, the whore and Madonna mindset is like a woman who knows she's been out there sexually, but she wants to project herself as someone innocent. She wants to project herself as someone who doesn't usually do this, not like other girls. Respect my body. You hear all these women say these fucking goofy things. And it sounds real nice. And it would be really nice if it was true. But a lot of these women, um, they masquerade in the innocence and the beauty that they naturally have. See, women, this is the difference between women and men. When a guy fucks a woman, or for you virgins out there who don't understand it, after you have post-nut clarity, most of the time, whatever feelings that you've had before that sexual activity, it's no longer there. Now, I'm not saying if you're having sex with a woman you're with after you bust a nut, you don't care about her. What I'm saying is that sex or that that sperm, that buildup that you have as a man, once you release that, you get rid of like all of these spiritual toxins. I truly believe this. Which is why a lot of women, whatever they feel, I can imagine what like a woman feels after all that, right? She, a lot of women feel empowered from fucking tons of guys. You can, if you don't believe me, you can look at 
porn stars and things of this nature. They have that mindset where they feel dominant because they can control the desire of men. That's porn stars. They're like fucking wizards. And with this pornography that's out there, it gives these guys who feel that they'll never have a chance with women at least some way of escaping. Now, you can look at that as a negative way, and I do look at it in a lot of ways as negative. But here's the alternative. So, incels, which I've talked about this several times on the podcast, several times on several occasions. Incels don't just want to have sex with women. They want the connection with women. Because of their extremes of what they consider um, connection, they're beta. They're beta to the core. But society advertises betas and soy boys. Society points at these men and says, see, look at the problems with men. And they use these men as the extremes, which they are. But here's the difference. You know why you'll never hear women talk about uh, not finding good guys? Or or better yet, you want to know why women in their 20s don't talk about not finding good guys and shit like that? Because in their mind, they know with what they are and who they are, being women in a vagina. They have that ability to find a guy. They essentially have everything that they need. This is the reality. Between their legs, they have everything they need to find a guy. Don't forget that. A man, on the other hand, you can have a garden snake. If you don't have charisma, if you don't have that charm to get a woman to see that, then she'll never know, and you'll always be seen as something else to her. A woman who has a vagina, well, <laughs> that's different. See, that's where the love and this fascination of love comes from. Pussy. Now, Stephis Cole made a valid point. Nothing else really matters from a woman's perspective to a guy besides pussy. And this is what I mean. The sexual marketplace exists for a reason. For sex. We don't just go out there and call bitches tens without wanting to fuck those tens. Men are just more realistic and saying, damn, that bitch is a ten. I smash, but damn. A lot of niggas know, all right, whatever guys want to say, oh, she's not out of your league, it is a possibility. If a bitch is doing better than you, then essentially you're out of her league. I mean, she's out of your league or you're out, whatever, however you want to put it. Same with the opposite route. The difference is most men, once again, the millionaires, the guys who make a lot of money, they'll fuck with a bitch who, who works at Walmart. Now, the bitch who's a fucking uh, Fortune 500 company and CEO and all this other shit, head of corporation, they're not going to fuck a guy who's working at Walmart. You want to know why? Value is value depending on who you are. My value is a bitch, excuse me, a woman who's presentable, respectful, and isn't out here fucking guys for the highest bidder. To that woman, value is what's this man making? What's this man do for a living? This is why the dating shit is imbalanced because you got women who essentially have nothing. I said this before. The average of $6 to their name. Zilch, nothing. But they want a man with everything. They're not settling for a guy who's obviously making more money, who's working hard. They are so selective. And I think that's the danger. Their selective or their expectations is actually the reason why they're where they are. Guys, 
it's not to say that we don't have expectations. We should have expectations. And we should exercise those expectations with these type of women. Because these women want to go around and say what turns them off. But once you talk about what turned you off, they, they shut shit down. That's when you stop fucking with those bitches. Because a lot of these women are essentially narcissistic at the very least. I'm not saying that they are um, certified narcissists, but they have narcissistic characteristics. You know what I'm saying? So, continuing to wrap this thing up, we talked about the nature of women from a lot of perspectives. Well, actually, no, from really one, two perspectives. Steph is cold and myself responding to Steph is cold once again. When you guys get a chance, man, the people that I refer, I refer these people for a reason so you guys can check these people out as well. These are the people who have motivated myself into um, really, really finding, really getting to my purpose. You know what I mean? Really breaking shit down to putting friends aside, putting a lot of women aside because I put, I put a lot of these people in the category of distractions. These are the people that will prevent me from going to the next level. And I'm not just saying that to be an asshole. I'm saying this from experience because within the past three years, it's just been grinding for me. So I kind of know what it's like to really find your passion and find what you want to do. And then all of the other people that you thought would be in your corner and that would support you, you don't see these people. It is not until you reach success or something of high regards to where these people come back. You got to know how to cut these people off respectfully. Real shit. Women use love. Uh, we also talked about women using love for survival. Meaning, alpha fucks and beta, beta bucks is an example. Yes. Alpha fucks and beta bucks is an example that women use love for survival. Alpha fucks are the women, the idea that the women are with the guys, hooking up with the guys who they are physically attracted to. They love them for their looks. Okay. They love them for their looks. And that's it. Now, that tying up with beta bucks, women love the value of men, but value is different to women. Value, what do you do for a living? How much you make? But they look or they live in this life where they try to find a balance. So they're still fucking alphas. But they can also play the innocent role to the beta males who aren't aware of female nature. And they can take advantage of them as sexual, uh, not as uh, emotional tampons, excuse me, nothing sexual. Um, a shoulder to cry on. They will refer to them as the big brother. Meanwhile, the guy is head over heels with the woman and he doesn't know how to express it. And it doesn't matter because she's not interested in him like that. But the love aspect is still there. See, she loves that beta for what? that beta does for her if that beta was no longer able to do those things and benefit her or be that shoulder to cry on or just by some chance he would approach her and want something more she'll immediately shut him down or worse she'll let him down easily to still give him hope or a chance so that man will stick around meanwhile like i said she's getting grounded and pounded by the alphas She's getting hot nut sprayed on her face, ghetto gaggers. I'm telling you, this is what I know. Anyway, love is a feeling. 
We also talk about love as a feeling because that's what love is. I love things. It's a feeling. You know what I love? When I really think about love, and this is maybe something as a kid, I, I was fascinated with The Lion King, the movie. And from that movie, I realized throughout my life, every time I see lions, I have a, it's like a childhood feeling. Like, it's almost like being a kid again and seeing your favorite cartoon or seeing your favorite cartoon and instantly going back to your childhood. And you're also, you're almost fascinated in the same way that you were as a child. When I see lions, I have a fascination with lions. I respect the lions. I respect lions so much that I don't want to be near a lion. <laughs> I'm sure you guys know where I'm getting at with this. So I have a fascination with lions. Okay. And there's only but a few things that can bring out that child in me. Every, every man has a child within him. It's almost as if the mother gives birth to you and then you have your inner child within you. Not that you're pregnant or nothing. It's just, your immaturities, certain insecurities, your childlike nature. And some some women look at that as an attraction. I told a bitch, I told a bitch, she was this one chick I remember talking to a while ago. I haven't talked to a bitch in over five years. And to a point where I, when I say this, I mean, I haven't talked to a bitch, meaning I haven't had feelings for a chick or I haven't set anything up or had any mental our physical plans with a woman in five years. But we had this dumb, useless conversation. You know what I mean? I was still, in this point, I was I was taking red pills, but I just wasn't really understanding it right away until it all hit me. But she asked me, like, what was my favorite movie? And I told her, like, Lion King, favorite movie. She's like, Lion King, question mark? I'm like, yeah, bitch, Lion King. Explanation point, like, what the fuck you talking about? She's like, wow, that's, I never heard a guy who liked Lion King. I was like, you never heard a guy like me in general, because I'm an individual. Sure, you can say that I'm a guy, but I'm not your stereotypical guy. So I tell a bitch right away, you're not going to try to categorize me because I'm that mysterious. I can appear one way and do something completely different. And I like doing that with women. Women like that shit. See, guys, see, it's fucked up to say this, but... Women like manipulation when it's in their favor, but if she comes across a guy who's attracted and know what he wants, and he's dominant and he has a dominant way of expressing himself, we're not talking about physical violence or nothing like that. We're talking about being direct and not really holding back and saying what's on his mind without displaying too much emotions in that process. Women are fucking turned on by that shit. They're turned on by it. But women love for the moment. Another important thing that a lot of you men need to know, especially you young men, the 23 to 27 demographic that check out this podcast. See, women love for the moment. So take advantage of the moment, men. I'm not telling you that women love for the moment. So therefore, you shouldn't love women for the moment. If women love you for the moment, then you love them back for the moment. Whatever that love solidifies or whatever that love defines, however that love defines you as a person. See, because I live a lone wolf lifestyle, I don't look at love as love. I look at love as a feeling. Like, I feel happy. I feel sad. I feel love. 
that to me makes more sense to just say, well, love is the most important thing. Yeah, yeah, love is the important thing to your friends and family. Anything outside of that, you have to understand with relationships and women, it's all temporary. A lot of dudes will say, she's not yours, it's just your turn. I agree with that. Women love for the moment. When they feel that moment where they feel they can no longer love, they'll love someone else. They'll love someone else. You, as a man, you're not, you're dom, you could be dominant, but you're not as dominant as you think you are, especially when it comes to love. Love is a battlefield that women constantly win because they actually make the guys believe that they are just innocent creatures. They'll never leave them. They'll always be there for them. They'll always be someone to talk to. A lot of men, a lot of you red pill aware men, you understand what I'm saying because you've been through those situations. So everybody, so the guys who don't understand it, they're not willing to understand it and really learn because they're not able to face those harsh realities. But their time will come. And while these things are true, women love for the moment, those moments with a woman is based off of emotions. Like I just said, she's happy, she's sad, she loves you one moment, she hates you the next moment. It's sunny one day, it rains the next day. That's life. That's the nature of women. In a nutshell... Women love for the moment, and their moments are based on emotion. A man's mo it's not to say that men are just fucking cold-hearted. I'm saying today we are cold-hearted because we understand what what this is all about. So a guy who's compassionate, which which is seen in novels and seen in rom-coms is such a romantic thing. In reality, these guys are fucking creeps. These guys are weirdos, and these women do not want to sleep with these guys. It's just that the Disney dynamic is real and guys have been, I would say, taken advantage of the worst in this situation because even the good guys are told that, you know, there's someone for everyone and just be yourself. They're, they've they've been completely brainwashed to believe this. Why, while they constantly fail, they're constantly fucking up. They're constantly seen as soy boys and they're constantly seen as just beta male providers. Society advertises that. So that's pretty much the gist of what we talked about. We talked about the nature of women once again. Women use love for survival. Uh, love is a feeling. Women love for the moment. Moments based on emotions. And society advertised betas and soy boys. And where are we at with the time, man? feel like i've been talking for hours for some reason we're just over two hours two hours and six minutes we'll die this down a little 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 bit and like i said man really if you really think about this this will benefit you it may not benefit you now man i know you guys are probably you you guys probably listened through this episode and went what the fuck have i just listened to you listen to the reality. You've listened to the reality, the nature of women, the fact that you have to kill the inner beta, and you've seen the extreme examples of what not to do. The infamous Elliot Roger, the mascot of the incel community. And I know guys in the incel community are going to get that, like, really, they're going to get really offended and butthurt and triggered and all these other words to describe defendant. But I don't give a fuck. See, when guys point out fresh and fit, for example, I pointed out the fuck-ups and the fuckery of Fresh and Fit. I've also pointed out a lot of the positives of Fresh and Fit. You want to know why? I 
communicate as a social commentator, where even though I'm on the side of men, I'm on the side of the raw, the real, the red pill, the harsh realities that we as men need to face. I can also look into the other side. I can also go to the other communities. I can also go to other content creators and point out some of the things that they say, because not everybody in the manosphere is fucking correct about everything. And I just have to be direct with that. So if a woman makes valid points, I'm going to respond to women making valid points. If women are doing some stupid shit that needs to be pointed out, then it's some shit that these bitches need to be pointed out with. And a lot of them need to be roasted thoroughly roast them all the way through. A lot of these beta male bitches, they need to be roasted all the way through. The soy boys, okay? They need to be roasted. They need to be annihilated by the words and wisdom of the great one, Jersey Judah. I just had to, I had to describe myself in third person. I felt that it was an outer body experience right now. I'm speaking nothing but facts. This is a good way to start off the week, by the way, because boy, the weekend was interesting for me. I didn't really do much. I kind of just do what I usually do. Um, I was in the mood to podcast, so I tried to podcast on Saturday, but I think the audio was fucked up or I didn't want to upload it. Either or, I said, fuck it, I'm not doing it on Saturday. Sunday, I woke up in a better spirit. I've been spending most of my weekend making beats. Um, I really kind of like have like little activities that I do throughout the weekends. And like making music, doing what I used to do. I've been making music since I was 14, making beats to be exact since I'm 14. So that's like what? It's a long time. I've been making music for a long time and it's good to get back into it. So I've kind of been incorporating more of my music into the podcast and I'm going to be doing a lot more of that when it comes to the YouTube channel, New Age Traditionalism, by the way. And really, you know, just trying to enjoy life. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I've reached the lowest points of my life and I've talked about it a lot because I've been podcasting during those tough times. And I felt that podcasting was one of the things that got me through it because although I'm a social person, I don't, I don't express my thoughts and feelings with everybody. I just don't. People say that's a trust issue. I agree. I have trust issues. I don't really trust a lot of people don't get me started with women, but it's not like a personal thing. I don't hate women. I don't, I don't want people to think that because I have such things to say about modern day women that I just hate women. You have to understand that I just been, I've, my life has been changed by the mindset that I have now in a lot of ways that's negative because I'm no longer available to just modern day thoughts or just looking for sugar daddies. At the same time, I'm also on a purpose where in a lot of cases, I don't even think about these bitches. Like I said, there's times where I sit back as a man being 100% with y'all and I'm sad and I'm upset that, you know, the idea, not even the reality, just the idea of what I've been taught. Like there's some someone for everybody and you grow up and you're just constantly waiting. You're like, well, I don't see anybody. Nobody's showing me interest. I'm the invisible man. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of a lot of guys really have to understand that. And it goes back to life is unfair. What the fuck are you going to do about it? You know what I'm saying? Because I've talked about this shit. And this is what I'm going to 
this is what I meant to say earlier. I'm going to say it now. We've all heard the stories, and I've been in situations myself where you meet a woman and you feel that that's your that's your other half. You know what I mean? You you sign up to the Disney theory, the Disney dynamic, and you believe that this is the one. And you have a lot of things going on, and a lot of guys were busy during those moments, and we felt that we were at our best because we had the woman that we wanted on our side. Meanwhile, the woman really never did anything. She never really was productive. She had nothing going on, you know, besides her looks, which got her far. But then you get caught up in trying to appease this woman. You get caught up trying to pedestalize this woman. You put this woman over your livelihood. You put this woman over your career. You put this woman over your job. And when all those things are ruined, you're surprised when that woman just simply walks away. Oh, you no longer have the job. You no longer have the car. You don't see her as much. You don't hear from her as much. And then one day you get that message that, hey, we got to talk. It hurts, guys. That shit, that's painful. Because that's just not, that's not just a bitch. You can look at it today as, well, that was just a bitch that I pedestalized, which it is. But back then, that shit wasn't like that. You felt that. You was up. You was up at night. You couldn't sleep over that. You shed tears over that. You locked yourself in the room for that. And I'm just being real. A lot of us men, maybe not to that extreme, but a lot of us have been through similar situations. And that was one of the reality. That was one of the harsh realities that a lot of us just never really came to that realization of like, wow, this was someone that I put so much care for consideration and this is what i've gotten in return so now you look at love entirely different you're like well fuck this shit i can't trust what i'm feeling when it comes to women women like i said before i'm a i'm a man i love the beauty of women you know what i mean especially a woman who has everything together if it's a woman you never met before and you meet her and you kind of get every her whole essence, what she's wearing, the prof, the perfume she has on, the essence of a woman. I love that shit. I really do. But that's it. That love is like lust in a way. It's not real love. I can I can I can definitely acknowledge that it's not real love to me. It's lust. A lot of women. They play the love game and they don't really believe in love either, but they use that because they know that there's a possibility that a lot of men do. So it's always like a weapon. It's always a survival mechanism where if a bitch is a bum, she fell off, she sucked too many dicks. She's been on the cock carousel for too long. She jumps off and now she wants to be married. Now she wants to be swept off her feet because love is about survival for women. Something to think about, man. You guys already know, man. I'm getting ready to wrap this shit up. We're almost two hours and 15 minutes. We're going to be over two hours and 15 by the time we end this shit. But, man, it's always been... It's always it's always a pleasure, really, in a lot of ways to come on here and really express the things that I need to express. Um, With society... Well, I'm not even going to blame society. With just me. I can just be personal with just how I am or how or what I've became. 
I'm more aware, but I'm also like, I have to be honest. I'm very like antisocial. I don't like dealing with a lot of people. And I'm not saying that because, well, you know, just how people communicate. No, I just, I really, I'm really that comfortable in my own skin. Like, I remember times, and I'm going to really wrap this up after. I remember times where I was in relationships, right? And I was working long hours, and I was just trying to do the best that I can to do whatever I need to do or whatever I wanted to do eventually. I... I would be talking to a woman or I'll be in a relationship and the chick will hit me up and it'll be like around this time, maybe like 1030 even. And she'd be like, Hey, what are you doing? I'm like, yo, I'm at work. Like, and I try to be nice. And it's like, yo, it's been a real tough day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just trying to chill. I'm not trying to go anywhere. Not really trying to do anything, but Hey, if you want to hang out, come over. You know what I mean? And, like, these bitches just don't understand, like, yo, like, I've been working, like, I don't have the luxury that you have to just sit back and say what a man ain't doing, and meanwhile, I'm not doing shit, I can't, like, I couldn't sit back and say, you know, these bitches ain't doing nothing, these bitches ain't about nothing, and I don't have a job, I don't have a car, I don't have my own shit, I couldn't do it, I, I really could not do that, but a lot of women, they have the luxury, and, the women who are compliant, I'm not saying that in a fucked up way. I'm just saying the women who are just on board, they understand. Like, all right, cool. We'll uh, we'll watch this on Netflix or there's this one movie out or this one show out that I want to watch. And I want you to watch it. You know how women are. See, when women annoy, when women annoy the shit out of you, and I know this is going to sound twisted to a lot of guys. When a woman purposely annoys you, there's an attraction. Now, it can be... A lot of guys say a feeling is a feeling, so there's a thin line between love and hate. If you can get a woman to really hate you, you can get that same woman to love you. It sounds crazy to say it, and I've been in these situations myself. This is where, like, if you can remember how immature it is, like, when you're a kid and you like a girl, you, like, pull her hair and all this crazy shit, it's almost the same exact fucking thing. And it proves the point that women aren't as mature as they really say they are. They physically mature before men, but I don't think that has nothing to do with what goes on in their head because they make childlike mistakes and decisions and they act like children and cry for attention and just to be excused from their problem, uh, excuse me, excused from their problems. I'm about to excuse myself from this podcast because I'm burnt the fuck out. 946, it's time for me to wrap this up. You guys know Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, let the audience come in. And we're just going to end it like that.